There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. 801 now is a minute after 8 o'clock. It's, what is it? It's like 39. It's cold out. I mean, you would think 39 wouldn't feel that cold, but relatively, it, it's freezing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's brisk. It's br- brisk. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, brisk. Now we're talking. I like that. No question about it. In any case, Sam's Christmas Village and Light Tour offers the ultimate Christmas experience located in Somerset, Wisconsin, on the scenic Apple River. Sam's Christmas Village is sure to light up the sky. It's woodsy, it's magical, and fun for all ages. This brand-new holiday event will feature over 12 million Christmas lights in the European-style Christmas market. Get your exclusive half-price deal from Hubbard Broadcasting today while supplies last. There will be more than just a handful of local vendors present to take care of all your food and drink needs, plus for kids and families. You can rent s'mores cabins, complete with hot chocolate, a fire pit, and a personal visit from Santa Claus. And new this year, a dinosaur light park exhibit and real live actual reindeer to see and feed them snacks. Once again, get a $40 admission for two adults for half price on our half price deals page. For details, we have a shared half price deals landing page on scorenorth.com. And click the deals page to buy your discounted tickets to Sam's Christmas Village and Light Show. Why is it Score North site? Why wouldn't it be ours? It's, uh, from my understanding, it's one that, like, all all of the, like, Hubbard stations are just sharing. That's, like, the main destination, I guess, for it. Why? That's a great question. I'm not in those meetings. (laughs) I'm not sure. I ain't going to be anymore either, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I can guarantee you that shit. Okay, let's move forward. Let's do it. We'll plow plow through, headed out. Well, you know, we get... Do I have to talk about the Vikings today? I don't know if you have to. (sighs) It's sad. It's depressing. It goes with the weather. They it was <laughs> it goes with the weather. It, it yeah. They should have won that game. Like they were the better team. No doubt. The entire game. And then the last the second to last drive where we marched on the field, it looked like we weren't even trying to score a touchdown. We were rather just trying to kick a field goal. Didn't make any sense. The defense magically just started becoming a sieve. Oh they're, God. They're frustrating. We have no running backs. Our running backs all suck. Alexander Madison is terrible. He's terrible. He like just he's terrible. terrible. Ty Chandler did pretty well, but yeah. yeah. Yep. Alexander Madison, I don't understand what he's how he still gets playing time. I don't get it either. Our pass rush sucks. That's the other thing. We didn't get near the quarterback, did we? No, I thought they did all right. I thought our did defense, they? considering the fact that we gave them a lot of short fields on offense and yeah. held them to five field goals, I think they played really well. Wanham had a sack. Um, it was one of Hunter those where, had a sack. like, they looked really good, I think, most of the game. And then that last drive when it's like, yep. this is where you want that sack to come. And yeah. then you just couldn't do it. And then Smaz yep. AP Ryan getting, like, a short dump off. And then he picks up eight more yards. Just, I know. And the thing about it is, what were we at one point? Like, it was, we were lining up to take a field goal and kick the field goal. And we, we yeah, moved forward. And then nothing after that. Yep. That magnificent play. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. It was, and then Josh Dobbs feels like he fumbles every other time he touches a football. No doubt about it. Like, it just was not I, good. Yeah. I think the guy would be probably pretty good if he didn't work for seven other teams. And I mean, they all got rid of him for some reason. Right. I thought he was looking good the first couple of games he played. Yeah, and he, he looked, I would say, this game the same he did 
the rest of the games. It's just when you win, now all of a sudden it looks like he's about to be the next Patrick Mahomes. Like even on the broadcast, his touchdown that right. he threw, um, Collinsworth was like, I don't want to say he's Patrick Mahomes, but that play looked a lot like Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, okay, everybody calm down. He <laughs> yeah, is exactly. mobile, which we're not used to seeing because Kirk Cousins is not mobile, but Dobbs can't really throw the football that well. Yeah, I think the frustrating part, too, is that on the fumble that he had on the very first drive of the game, the hit that caused the fumble technically could have been called as, like, spearing because they lowered the crown of the helmet, and even the rules analyst on the broadcast was like, you know, they missed that call there, but we're going to keep moving forward. And then they get the field goal from Mm -hmm. that. Same thing on the Alexander Madison fumble. Probably should have called it there, too. And, you know, that's points that add up, and I'm not saying that those are the two main reasons that the Vikings lost the game. There's a million things, Mm -hmm. but it would have been nice to have those points back. Yeah, and there was a a potential late hit. I believe it was on a punt return or kick return on the sideline that didn't Mm -hmm. get called. So, yeah, there were a few or quite a few plays where it almost felt like, what what do the refs have money on this game? Like, why are we not throwing these flags? I texted my group chat. I was like, Sean Payton, is it just a coincidence? Am I trying to connect dots that aren't there? But this feels like another bounty gate. I have a question for you. Is he maybe the biggest prick ever born? 1,000%. I don't even feel bad about saying it. I don't either. What a jerk. I've not heard one person say anything nice. About him, <laughs> I yeah. haven't either. Like I've his never family. seen him do like charity work. <laughs> no. I've never seen him like they don't no. bring people. You know, yeah. It's just everything I see about him is makes me not like him more. Yeah, I am right there, shoulder to shoulder with you, man. I just don't get why is he such a pain in the ass. Well, and because my f- favorite Sean Payton moment was the Minneapolis Miracle game. Right before that play, he was on the sidelines doing the skull clap and chant or chanting and uh taunting all the fans that were kind of by the saints bench because he thought they were about to win the game and go to the next round of the playoffs and then we hit the minneapolis miracle and he had to sit there and eat crow right yeah Yeah, screw you sean payton i couldn't agree more i've heard i've never talked to the guy myself but i've heard from many people he's just a raging prick yeah kind of like most of the people in radio you know what i'm saying oh yeah But, yeah, I, uh, actually, we were out to dinner last night, so I only saw the second half of the game, so I didn't see the first half at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I had some feeling it wasn't going to – it went too smoothly for – I've been a Viking fan since I was 15 years old. When everything's going that smoothly, you're about to get kicked right in the nuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just how the Vikings are, and they've always been that. There is no way they should have lost that game. No. And, it, and of course, it was Russell Wilson, who we have our own yeah. track record with, and yeah. Yeah, Sean Payton – just kicked a square in the, the groin. In the groin, ladies and gentlemen. The groin, I say. No, it was uh, very difficult. I mean, they're 4-5. Mm-hmm. and five. We're 5-4. and four. Uh, You can't beat a 4-5 and five team that's got nothing going. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, and after, especially after the year they had last year. And if you don't want to talk about the Vikings, we can always talk about your magnificent gopher. Oh, my team. God. <laughs> they, I mean, <laughs> not expecting. 37 to 3? Yeah, not expecting oh them to beat Ohio State to begin no, with. No. But put up some sort of fight. Just the saddest field uh, goal of all time. Yeah. You're down 30. Yeah, let's go ahead. And I guess, yeah, we don't want to go for it. <laughs> I, I know. Just kick a field goal. You're down by what? At the time, 30 points? Something like that, yeah. Oh, God. I, yeah. It, uh, yeah, no. Stormed the field. Didn't get shut out. <laughs> 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 yeah, we got to get rid of that. What's that other Hunyuk's name? That Peter Boyle or whatever oh, his name is? Uh, Mark Croyle. Mark Croyle. What's his Coyle? name? Peter Boyle. Peter, Peter Boyle. Boyle. Isn't that the, <laughs> somebody I know. That's the, that's the husband of Susan Boyle, who was on Britain's Got Talent. But no, Mark Mark Coyle oh, is the name Mark you're thinking. Mark Coyle. Like the the uh, terrible singer. I thought she Susan was Susan Boyle. Or was she, she was, oh no, she looked like she was. Everybody thought she was going to be a terrible singer because they judged her off of her appearance, and yes. then she was a great singer. Yeah, she was like a was. trained opera singer. Yes. Wait a minute, who's married to her? Oh, sorry, that was just a joke because yeah. oh, it was yeah. the name. Oh, but, okay, because well, of the name. You, Brittany, do you remember her? Oh, yeah. I, I know Susan Boyle. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, for some reason that, like, sticks out. I don't, I have no, she probably has done nothing since, like, 2011, but right. I remember mm-hmm. her very vividly in my mind. Well, she's a great singer, but she yeah. looked just a little older than my grandmother. Remember how old she looked? And she wasn't that old. She looked very old. But they somebody... ended up giving her a little bit of a makeover. Oh, did they? She, yeah, she, uh... 
But it was like really beautiful because she sang, I think Les Mis or some opera song. Mm-hmm. She came out and it was just beautiful. And I think she put out some CDs. But I'll, I'll double check on what's going on with Susan Boyle. Oh, what, see, you guys are cheering me up today because you just reminded me of something someone I heard someone say on the radio. And you'd know who it is, but I'm not going to say her name because she's actually kind of a friend. Not, not a great friend, but a, a friend. She actually was on the show. This is many years ago. I'm listening to her show. And she said, I must tell you. My new favorite of all time, and I just adore this play. It's just wonderful. I'm I'm all in on Les Mis. Uh, was it Les Mis? What is that? A racy porno? Oh. <laughs> what? what? It's like an off-brand. She yeah. said Les Mis. Les Mis. Oh. Although there are words <laughs> where if you read them before you hear them, you just go with whatever yeah. is first to. But your mind. Who doesn't know Le, Le Miserable? Yeah. I thought it was Le Miserable. Bleu. Oh. Le. Bleu. Oh. See? Bleu. <laughs> let's go see Le Miserable. Let's all vomit on Phil Mackey. What do you say? Yes. Let's go to the real theater guy here. Yes. Yes. Oh, the real theater guy. Yes. <laughs> I, my wife and I did go see a couple months ago. We saw Shane at the Guthrie. One mm. of the, the great Western okay. movies oh, turned sure. into a play. Yeah. It was very good. It was very I'm good. I'm glad to hear that. No intermission, by the way. Just hour and 20 minutes. You well, know, get you bad. out of there real fast. Get a cocktail, sit down, hour and 20 minutes, clap, get out of there. I don't, you don't need three hours with an intermission. That's too long. It's too I long. Don't, don't know how many years ago it was, but it was many, many years ago, and I haven't been to a play at the Guthrie since. But they were doing, uh, what's the big Christmas play they do every year? It's uh, the uh, a Christmas night, Carol. The Christmas Carol. Is that what they do? Yeah. Is that what it is? So. Uh, they cut one of the characters out of the play because they thought it was too uh, politically incorrect. Scrooge? Did they cut Scrooge out? One of them. I think that mean? might, you might be right. Yes, you might. They cut the guy out of a play. It's, what is that play? 150 years old? Oh, at least, right? I mean, maybe 200. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe three hundred. Who knows? No, no. We're we're we know better. We're going to cut that character out of the play. Yeah. Like, oh Jesus, that stuff's getting really old. By you know, the we should we should have mm-hmm. cut Alex Madison, Alexander Madison, out of the Vikings. I play like yesterday. it. That's right. a good call. You talk of... about Les Mis. <laughs> Les yeah. Miserable. Let's just go Les, with Miserable. Uh, Les, hang on to the football <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, let's get Dalvin Cook back. Is it too yeah, late to yeah. bring him back? Yeah, let's uh, let's see about uh, the Bears next Monday, maybe. Well, that's a Monday night too, isn't it? It is. Yeah, Th- that'll be. I think the Vikings should handle business in that one. But yeah, yeah last night was just uh, just one of the, they moved the ball up and down the field. The Broncos. You've got like a cardboard cutout version of Russell Wilson out there, just. Yeah, running around like he's fifty years old, and yep. uh, the Vikings just couldn't stop shooting themselves in the foot, which is kind of like every Viking season ever. I feel like Phil. I got to be honest with you, I am in agony right now because when I was with Capitol Records, I spent a lot of time in Detroit. You know, obviously the R and B section and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. All I hear now from those people, what forty-five years later. Look where the lions are, Tommy. I'm like, oh, God. Finally. So like we told you, we predicted this 45 years ago. It just takes time. I look at the lions are in first place. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dude, it is. It is. Uh, it is a weird. Yeah, the division being led by the Lions, and it's not a fluky Lions team no. too. They're legitimately no. one of the they probably are. five best teams in the NFL. Yep. And. Uh, and they've got a professional wrestler as a head coach, basically. This is Dan Campbell. <laughs> if you get a chance, if if the audience hasn't, you can just Google Dan Campbell Lions locker room speech and oh. just pick any number of them. Oh. But he just he's got he's got the voice. You guys, you guys, Madden. And he, he goes to, so he goes to Starbucks every morning and he orders the two largest, I don't even is it are they called Ventis? I think it's Venti, yeah. I believe so. And he orders two of those, and he chugs both before he starts anything at practice or just, yeah, uh, I, just really? mainlining caffeine. Oh, Can you tell God. me that at least it's iced? Because, like, that 
is an alarming <laughs> thought to think about him downing hot coffee. I think it's iced. I'm pretty sure oh, it's iced. Oh, yeah, I would hope God. so. I'll, but although it wouldn't surprise me if it was just scalding hot coffee <laughs> and he's the yeah, this is how men drink their coffee in the morning. Because wasn't he the guy as well with the biting kneecaps speech oh, yeah. when he first got hired? Yeah. Yes. He, he's... We're gonna, we're gonna. So Dan, what's your, uh, what's your coaching strategy gonna be with the Lions? We're gonna, we're gonna bite their kneecaps. <laughs> we're gonna kidnap their children and murder their Dan. Whoa, dude, right. calm down. Strangle Biting their pets. Like <laughs> no. out of all body parts, like kneecaps. That's what you're gonna go for <laughs> well, with your teeth. There was yeah. some sort of like, if you get knocked down and you gotta, you know, get knocked down twice, get back up three times. But his was a, we're gonna bite the kneecaps on the way up to. I don't know. Okay, he's, like a, he's like a Yorkie. So I do have to say, my uh, one and a half year old has now adapted that tactic at school, and we are our, our daycare, and we are terrified she's getting kicked <laughs> out. So I would tell him that. It's probably not the one. Well, you she's want. like biting people. Yeah, Phil. She's there's seven kids in her class, and she's bit five. Oh, um, she's a serial some, biter. She's no, Jaws. Yeah, she, bottom, bottom. Like, <laughs> so I was like, should we get her one of those like a little Hannibal Lecter masks or get her a cone that you put on your dog when you don't want to lick himself? <laughs> you should. It's like it's like uh, you guys seen the movie Con Air and Steve, Steve Buscemi plays this like yeah. horrific serial killer. Yes, and he and they keep him caged up in the back so that he can't interfere with all the other passengers. Maybe that's uh, what yeah. has to happen. Uh, I rewatched Con Air about like eight months ago. Not really. You guys, that movie's wild. The whole plot is just wild. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> yeah. Put the bunny down. It's Nick. It's like peak Nicholas Cage. Nicholas oh. Cage had a run there in the nineties. He punched somebody so hard they died. Like that's how it starts, and then he goes to jail or like extreme prison for life. <laughs> Like, yeah, like he's he, being attacked, and I get that his his hands are technically lethal weapons because he's like, a, isn't he like a special forces, right? right. Uh, but it's like, okay, he's being attacked by three men in a dark parking lot. He defends himself. Nope, you're going to jail for no, prison, years. like max prison, <laughs> right. like yeah. a Russian with serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, are you guys talking about? We got man. sidetracked and talked about Con Air. That's yeah, we right. from talking about uh, the Lions head coach, Dan Campbell, to talking about Nicolas Cage and Con Air. Oh, so right. yeah. You, you yeah. stand up for 10 seconds and the conversation just completely sidetracks. Oh. Can I ask you one question? I had to go down the hall and talk to somebody quickly. Yeah. And then this guy walked past us. I can't show you because I can't move the camera, but I'm going to do my impression of. Okay, so when I walk, and I don't, I guess this is unusual. My feet are very straight when I walk, and I don't know why that is. I guess it's unusual when that happens. They either turn in a little bit or out a little bit, mm -hmm. but not straight. This guy was like, <laughs> full, full pigeon feet. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Hell? How could you even walk like that? Uh, was it the clown from It? Just I think coming so. Down the <laughs> I think it was absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. It was the clown from It. But no, I'm not criticizing the guy. I just don't understand how your legs would do that. Yeah, there are some people where their natural standing posture, you're like, how do you not just tear every ligament in your <laughs> That's knee? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> like, what the hell? All right, so we're done pissing on the Vikings, I hope, because that's why I yeah. left. I didn't want to well, hear anymore because I was going to start screaming. No, I mean, I'm happy to piss more. Listen, <laughs> I got plenty more. I have hours well, I, more where that came from. And quick, because you said you didn't watch the first half. No, I did not. You would have hated the way the game started. They called, like, for as much credit as we give Kevin O'Connell for being a great coach with us, Job Dobbs stuff, he made one of the most bizarre play calls. He really? takes his quarterback, Josh Dobbs, puts him at running back, takes his tight end, who normally doesn't play quarterback, and puts him under center and decides we're going to run a little toss play and has our tight end pitch it to our quarterback who then decides to fumble the football after getting a helmet-to-helmet -helmet tackle. So, and three, in fairness, the, the defender did come in illegally, like he, he did. torpedo okay. helmet into Josh Dobbs' he, chest. He the did. Ball the, ball, the ball was out, I believe, just a hair before the torpedo incident. But just the overall thought of... Let's have multiple points Why? of people that have never done this before yeah. other than yep. in practice. And, like, you could have fumbled it on the exchange from center. Then we've got him. He's going to pitch. Like, it just all made no sense. I mean, it's kind of like having Brittany on a pot. Oh, wait a minute, Brittany. He's here no. today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take that home with you. Who's the closet thing. lady? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> the closet lady. But yeah, Just in there I, with uh, her cats and her dresses. 
I'll be honest with you. I just, I, the Vikings had the lead the whole time I was, uh, I was out uh, with my family having dinner. It was very special. By the way, honest to God, so many nice people. Uh, we, I literally took pictures of people and said hello for about an hour and a half. It was just, they, we were taking pictures together and they were big, big fans of the old show and all that stuff. And I just, we got to let those people know this show's on because not one of them had ever heard of this show. Not one, not about 200 people. You need to be like, uh, what's the movie with Robert Redford? Indecent Proposal, where he has business cards that just say his name on the. There's no I contact information. It just good idea. You need just it just says TomBernardShow.com, and you just pass them out to people. But like I that. have this show, and why, I have this job. Why do I have to have another job? Well, no, I'm saying when you're out and about and people want to take pictures, and boy, I miss you on the radio. You hand them the little business card that says. But that's what I'm gonna have to do. Yeah. So you know. Why don't you print them out for me and send them over? <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get right on that. Hey, he'll get on that for you. you know? <laughs> but honest to God, so many nice people. Oh, this thing, I, I know we're doing sports here, but i got to mention, because everybody's name came up at uh, the Doobie Brothers and Eagles concert on Saturday night, it was packed 21,000 people. Wow. Holy Hannah, that wow. place was packed. But we had the most beautiful suite. It was literally right in the center, so you would look straight ahead at the, yes. at the mm-hmm. stage. It was just a magnificent night. Ran into tons. Doug Sprinthal and I are walking down the street to the event. We get stopped like four times by, by people. You know, just, hey, God, I knew that was you guys and blah, blah, blah. It was just such a sweetheart of a night. And then, you know, I, Michael... Honest to God, Michael McDonald is what a so talent. we did. We got Michael McDonald did show up with the doobies. He we did. got the Michael McDonald. Oh. He did. Is that I love, uh, he just pops in and sings the high notes for like a third phenomenal. of the song? Such a long way to, and then he's gone. You know, just, a long way then he comes to go. back. I love it when he does that because he does. He goes. Forget. That's exactly how he sings right there, because I don't know if it was Sprinthal or who it was, but they had me doing that, and, they, and then because I used to do that on the air all the time. He came from somewhere back in how long ago. You can sprinkle fool. Michael McDonald into anything. You know? Yeah, you, you could. Just be, you could. You know? God, just he... talking, uh, Josh Dobbs is a... <laughs> <laughs> Josh Dobbs sucks. And I... <laughs> <laughs> but the whole team is worse. Can we do that? I have a Michael McDonald story for you, actually. Oh, I love it. So I'm a huge Yacht Rock fan. And Yacht Rock meaning like late yeah. 70s, yep. early 80s, sort of corny, soft rock. But then also like I'll get into the the doobies with or without Michael McDonald. So, you know, Steely Dan yeah. kind of crosses right. over like 10% right. of their catalog is Yacht Rock. So then you get into the other 90%. So I've just been a huge Michael McDonald fan for pretty much my whole adult life. And uh, I have a group of friends that also loves the same type of music. And so about 10 years ago, so we would have been in our like mid to late-ish 20s at the time. And Michael McDonald was playing a concert at the Minnesota Zoo. Where it was like, yeah, it's like maybe a thousand people in an amphitheater. Really? There's, you know, there's like a giraffe peering over the fence over here. And, <laughs> I love and it. And then there's Michael, just gets up there in his little black t shirt and, you know, there must be some. He's just doing his <laughs> Michael McDonald thing. So we had shirts printed out of Michael McDonald's silhouette. It was one of his album covers from like way back in the day. And so it was like a black and white silhouette photo on the shirt. And we're sitting, like, literally second row. The youngest people there by four decades. And uh, before as they're setting stuff up, the stage manager looks over and, like, kind of elbows one of the other guys looking at us like, oh, these guys are great. So he calls us over before the concert starts. And he said, hey, love your shirts. Come down here after this is over, and I'll see if I can get you guys backstage to meet, oh, to meet Big Mac. Very right? sweet. And so, sure enough, like, the show gets over, and they lead us down this, I don't know, this, like, long street corridor, and he's got a tour bus back there. And he comes walking out of the tour bus, just soaking wet, oh, sweat, yeah. black shirt, just literally, oh, like, yeah. dr- sweat beads dripping <laughs> from the bottom of his shirt onto the pavement, you know? And uh, he talked to us for probably 10 or 15 minutes, like, hey, guys, thanks for coming out today, man. 
I hope you guys enjoyed the show. You guys want some pictures? All right. And so we just got like Michael McDonald's sweaty arms just around <laughs> us. <laughs> greatest night of my life. Second greatest that. night. Love my wife. Great sure. sure. Second, second greatest, greatest night of my greatest. life. Yeah. Honest to God, that's a great minute story. Minute by minute, by oh. minute, by minute. God, I loved it. It was, I tell you what, the acoustics in that, in that arena are amazing. The yeah. sound was just perfect. Really cool. It was a great show. If you ever get a chance, definitely do it. Uh, but, uh, okay, I'll t- i got to tell Phil this story quickly. Okay. <clears throat> and the Let's listeners, too. Let's do it. <clears throat> so I get there, and I did not know this, but the company has a policy against having liquor in the suite when you have events like that. Yeah, the company can't buy the liquor, I think. Is right. But, see, I assumed I could because oh. I don't work for the company. Right. And you're just right? buying your 25 closest friends some yeah. beer. Yeah. So I bought five six-packs of beer. And then I was told I shouldn't have done that. But it's like, but I don't work for you. We're partners in this deal. I don't work for you. I don't work for the Hubbards, right? I work with them. But, you know, and I understand I wouldn't do it again if they don't want that done. That's fine. It's your event. And I just didn't know. I just assumed because I, did, I wasn't an employee that I could do that. Mm-hmm. And then God punished me <laughs> for doing it. Phil Mackey. I bought five six-packs of beer it was a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Touchdown. A thousand dollars. Now I know why Stanley said we ain't buying you beer. <laughs> now I want to see Tom turn in that expense report. Oh, on, uh, yeah, that ain't you. happening. A thousand dollars for five six packs of beer. Yeah, they get you. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> like twenty six bucks a beer. beer. Twenty six bucks. Damn. <laughs> Better be it's a aggressive. really big beer. Oh, it's like you know Michelob Light. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody yeah, wanted try, to try getting right like now. a double mixed drink down the hallway. Oh, that sweet level. What's that about seventy five dollars? Take, take out a loan just to finish that <laughs> cocktail. But I will tell you, man, and I got to mention this to all of you because all of your names came up. Uh, all of those uh, those uh, morning show fans that were in that suite, and then people in the hallways ran into a bunch of listeners in the hallways, ran into people going into. The, uh, we must have met a hundred people going into the stadium, and then once inside the stadium, it was just a magnificent night. They they love this show. I will tell you that. Love it. They do. I mean, you know, not AJ so much, but everybody else, you know. Pretty much everybody else. Yeah, that <laughs> but, that, but that's par for the course. Oh, geez. AJ's go, job man. should just be like twice an hour, just come in with like a Michael McDonald, you know, seasoning of someone else's take. That's a, that's a great take from Tom. <laughs> I love the way that you enunciated that word. God, if you ever get a chance, go see him. Go see him while he's still playing. Because he's got to be getting close to 80, isn't he? Oh, How old man. is Michael McDonald? He is. Actually, okay, so I do happen to have his Wikipedia page oh. open right now. Uh, he's 71 years old. That's Michael it? Michael McDonald. Wow. Uh, Ooh, he does goodness. look like he's pushing 80. I think he's he lived does. a good life in the rock and roll world. <laughs> you know? I think you might. That dude's I been on the road him. since the since 1912, you know, just <laughs> roaming around. So he was a backup him. singer for Nat King Cole, I'm pretty sure, back in the day. Unforgettable. Unforgettable. <laughs> That's what you are. God, we, you know, you and I got to put out an album together. We Michael McDonald singing the chestnuts case. roasting on the fire. the open fire. <laughs> what is happening to this show? We're having fun. Yeah. Come for the bad. Vikings discussion. Stay for the dueling Michael McDonalds. Okay. Oh my gosh! But yeah, every, each and every one of you, I want to mention on the show that they adore you guys. They they love the show. Nicest damn people in the world. Every one of them, just a sweetheart. So one woman comes up, where's Catherine? Because Catherine was, didn't want to get anybody sick. So Doug Sprinthal went in her, in her stead. And this woman walks up and she goes, why isn't Catherine here? I said, because she's sick and didn't want to get you guys sick. She goes, I'm Bohemian. You would have had two Bohemians in the same suite. I'm like, okay, maybe next oh, time. Could so, have been a record-setting night. Right so there. Very, very, very nice people. And I'm not just making that up because they showed up and they support the show. Mm-hmm. They're really nice people. They are every one of them. Oh, there was a few of them because my email started going, acting like a slot machine <laughs> <laughs> over the weekend. And I was like, why? Oh, there must be some people listening to the episodes or podcasting it. And it was just messages after messages of we had so much fun at the concert and sending oh, pictures nice. and stuff. So it like you guys had fun. It was a great. So thank you to everybody that was involved in setting that whole deal up because that thing was just spectacular. from beginning. But I'm telling you, Phil, I know you got to get going, but Michael McDonald just killed it. God, he was good. 
Just a legend, man. He is a just legend. A le- just, just slinging fastballs at age 71. He just came from somewhere he- back in the long ago. <laughs> I just love that stuff. I love that stuff. That's amazing. That you're so- fool. See, he's got it. Yeah, but okay, we're going to keep you on the rest of the show. Let's go to a music break. Here's Phil Mackey. He came from somewhere back. I love it. All right, pal, let me know. We'll oh, talk man. to you. Right, we'll on... talk to you. Happy Thanksgiving oh, happy to Thanksgiving. you guys. That's right. We'll talk to you soon. We won't talk to you again this week, but we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Thank right. you, man. Take care now. Thank you, all, man. <laughs> that was great. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen. We got to take a break. My God, I ran. That's my fault. I ran way too late. KL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among top enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and has a huge selection of trap loads. Fall hunting is here and head to, I'll guess what you need to do right here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock. That's because he does a great job. Great guy, too, by the way. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention the show, this show. And receive 10% off anything in the store. That is anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. I'm having a horrible time today. I want you to know that's not fun at all. You're all horrible and horrendous. Is that the ticket? Yeah, I mean, it's very believable. (laughs) It's believable. I thought we were in the clear with Brittany at home. Yeah, that's right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Congratulations, Elizabeth. That's great to hear. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several of the programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success, and I truly am, actually. See, when I do commercials, I like people to succeed. That'd be good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com, schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it's a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is the unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Chris Eggert is here to do the news report. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> 
I, I love Michael McDonald. Oh my so God, funny. he's phenomenal. Do you, do you really love him? Uh, yeah. I do too. Uh, Phil Mackey loves him. You love him. I think we all do, actually, kind of, for the feeling in the room. Icon. Yeah, I've he never heard one of his songs, but just off of your renditions, big fan. You're a racist. Really, how about this I don't one, listen Tony? to honky music. I mean, how about this one, Tony? Racist! I'm sure. not in love anymore. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard that song. Keep going, Chris. Never be alone again. I've heard that song. <laughs> They're doing the wave. Got the lights going. The whole deal. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal concert. Nice. That venue is amazingly beautiful. Beers are only $26 a bottle, so that's good. <clears throat> yeah, I heard, you, uh, I heard I missed the party. Dollars. Yeah, okay, that's great. Nice talking to you. That's all I have to Sneak them in next time. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't, see, I did not know that. I assume because I'm not an employee of the company, I could buy it, but they don't want me to do that either, so whatever. Hmm. I will follow the rules. I just didn't, didn't know the rules at the time, right? Lesson learned, lesson learned. No, when I gave them all heroin, that was okay, though, wasn't it? Well, yeah, as long as you didn't buy it. <laughs> as long as you didn't buy it, just give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good deal. We, honest to God, Chris, uh, we had so much fun over the weekend. Uh, we went to two family functions, and oh God, it was fantastic. So last night we're sitting at the restaurant. Don't want to say where it is, because for, for other people's privacy, we're sitting there, and there's a guy. Well, the place was packed. I mean, it was packed to the rafters, and. My phone dings, and I look down, and it's Tim Flynn, off of, Copper Tim Flynn, you know, Vince Flynn's brother. I don't know if you know Tim yeah. or not. Great guy. <laughs> he says, hey, I heard you're at the blah, blah, blah restaurant in Mendota Heights. You having a good time? I'm like, how the hell would he know that? And he's, like, describing where I'm sitting in the whole deal. I'm like, what the hell? And then I look over, and this guy gives a nod, and he goes, oh, sorry, man. I, I had to tell him that I saw you here. Nice guy. His name... So Tim Flynn, one of Tim Flynn's friends, is Tim Fallon. So you got Tim Flynn and Tim Fallon. That's got a little oh. confusing, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, lots of Tim, lots of Tim action there. So we're talking, and he said, do you mind if we take a picture? So we get up and we take a picture. Then all of a sudden, like four or five tables of people get up and go, well, are you taking pictures? And we'll take... So we took pictures for like an hour. It was phenomenal. It was, it was very, very sweet. Um, and did you charge? You should charge people for them. I was going to charge them twenty six bucks a, a picture to pay for the beer. <laughs> yeah, maybe you pay for that beer that you bought. <laughs> I can do. It. By the way, the woman serving the sweet was what a sweetheart. Fan of the show, as a matter of fact, she listens to the show. Nice. She was nice. a very very nice woman. Ran into a lot of people. Just had a, I had such a wonderful time this weekend. Very very a lot of family events. I love. See, I'm maybe I'm a weird dad or whatever but i love family events no question about it except for one no, that thing means that means you got a close crew not everybody has a close family like that but that's good that says good things about your your family two-year-old ethan okay let's say that this thing is not cardboard that it's a glass flower pot that beautiful glass flower pot and there are about i don't know five of them he kept all through the night bop bop He'd bring me one, and I'm like, oh, God, he's going to shatter that thing. i got to run over and get it. He did it five times. I'm like, oh, my God. It was rather scary. Yeah, that's uh, anytime the little kids are walking around with stuff, you're just like, ah. Hey, let's not do that, shall we? But, yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. You, you talk about Thanksgiving. I had one of, those, one of those weekends, to tell you the truth. I am very, very grateful to friends and family and, my God, a lot of wonderful, wonderful people and saying such nice things. So I appreciate it. Just before Thanksgiving, I was grateful way before Thanksgiving. So that's good. Right? Good. Good. You know. So anything big going on in the news we should know about? Uh, obviously, uh, Roseland Carter, that one. That's probably the big biggest story that we've got um, that we're following today. I, I didn't know. Did you? We had um, an interview with Amy Klobuchar. I'm not sure if you heard it this morning on the news, but she was saying that... Um, that uh, there were a bunch of people who were interviewing to be um, Jimmy Carter's vice president. All right. And Walter Mondale was the only one who said Rosalind's name correctly. And he was the one who ended up being picked as a vice president. And was Isn't that the crazy? Most horseshit vice president ever, as a matter of <laughs> well, fact. 
say for what <clears throat> say what it is, but I'm saying just the fact that he knew the name right. I thought it was I, pretty funny. See, I thought her name was Rosalind Carter. Yeah, no, it's Rosalind. It's Rosalind. And that, yeah. I did not know that. I have I, just a little <clears> anecdote. <throat> I assumed maybe you weren't on board with the politics of that particular individual. Well, no. but, see, that's uh, what's so amazing to me is everybody keeps saying that to me. I thought Jimmy Carter, not a great president, but he's a wonderful man. Yeah, See, I can yeah. separate politics from mm-hmm. human beings, unlike most assholes, who it's sure. all about politics. No. Yeah. He's a very nice man, very smart man, a hardworking guy, not a great president. But what are you going to do, right? Well, and his, I feel like his legacy has been so much post-presidency yes. and not, yep. you know, not necessarily what he did while he was in the White House. Right. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where people can separate their political bullshit from real life? Because it's not real. I'm not, yeah. No, Chris, you're a news expert. <clears throat> He's not even responding. <laughs> expert might be pushing it. I am getting the feeling, and maybe it's... And I'm not bringing up the Vikings again, so don't even talk about them. I don't want to hear about it. But I get the feeling, when I tune in in the morning, because I watch you guys, and then once you go to 7 o'clock, I tune in the national uh, channels, and I watch a, about a minute of Fox and a minute of uh, CNN. I am telling you, I don't know where the bunker is, but the head of Fox and the head of CNN get together every morning and go, Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to head fake that we're really pissed off at you guys. And then you guys come firing back at us and say, oh, the MAGA people over the Trump. Yeah, well, those horrible liberals. I'm telling you, there are meetings that plan every word of these lies they're telling us. I don't don't know if I'd buy into that completely, (laughs) but I I will say that they definitely play off of each other. No doubt. It's all for, for sure. money. Folks, you got to understand something. You can talk about far left, far right. I like Democrats and I like Republicans. I don't like the far left and I don't like the far right because it's all about money. Yeah, It's got nothing to do with serving people or, or anything. It's all about me making money by bullshitting you. Right. It's a TV show. And yeah, every, absolutely. Every TV show, they need eyeballs so they can sell <laughs> advertisers. Yep. So, yeah, if you, they pitch it to you down the middle and nobody really pays attention because they want to hear bad news and polarizing opinions. Well, now they don't have as many viewers and they're not making as much money. So you got to right. press the buttons that get people excited to make more money. So that's you know, all they're doing. Give me an example. Cause I get people once in a while, you know, if you, you were so conservative and you're all those Republicans, I'm standing there with Michael Bryant and Doug Sprinthal, two of my best friends in the world. You couldn't find two more liberal pains in the ass than those two guys. I love those guys. They're my really good friends. I don't agree with any of their politics, but that's got nothing to do with real life. No. When nope. are people going to understand that? That is not real. It's like you said, it's a game. Right. The and when deal. you say that they're two of the biggest pains in the asses, <clears throat> like I couldn't have told you if you didn't say they were liberal pains in the asses, I couldn't tell you what of course not. they lean politically because it doesn't come up in everyday conversation amongst most normal people. No, both of them are morons, but <laughs> <laughs> that's, besides, that's besides the point. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the politics. No, I, I, we got to get to the point someday, and I know if you watch television and listen to the talk shows and all that stuff, they're trying to make you upset, so you'll watch more. We need. I would to just understand. like to put this disclaimer out there that you guys are talking about the national news media. Yes, and we are. Yeah. I make that very clear. The yes. local media does a nice <laughs> job. I do. I bring that up every time, and I'm very serious about that. But stop buying into this. That's nothing but a scam they got set up to make money. And these far-right people and far-left people, go find something else to do other than bitch at people about how horrible the other guy is. I don't care. Right? Right. Relax. Relax. Take it easy. Although, All right, I'm out of of time, unfortunately. No, you can't go. Phil went long with his all of his. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you have to run and do the news. (laughs) That's a really good singing voice you got there. He lied. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Uh, Brittany, good talking to you. Great talk, great talk. <laughs> Brittany, you look like one of those things where the people who are in a Zoom meeting and they just put a screen grab up to make it seem like they're yep. there. And yeah, exactly, exactly. Did you, I, it wasn't before you go. Have you heard yeah. what Brittany's got planned? No. She's going to steal Travis Kels away from uh, that other. What's that woman? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know if you know that or not. But I know Taylor Swift. I still don't understand the attraction. I, I thought you were it. about to call her a hunyuck for a second. She is a hunyuck. <laughs> Brittany the hunyuck. Uh, well, I think it would be pretty easy to go ahead and steal Travis Kelsey. I'll use my sexuality. <laughs> That's a perfect answer. Okay, I got to go on I that. Know you do. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. And I know I say it too often, but a tough titty. He, I love working with that man. He's, but, got, he's got a great sense of humor. Chris? Yeah. Yeah. He, it's, he I feel like, fights the stereotype of he news personalities. <laughs> Well, no, and again, you know, Passold obviously was. Don Shelby's a really good friend. See, there, there you go. There's another example. You couldn't find a more liberal guy than Don Shelby. I adore that man. He's one of my favorite people in the world. When are they going to get off that shit? Uh, they never. They're too far down the road. Why? Now. Why do you want to live in misery? Right? That's a great question, because it sucks to live it's, your life that way. i got to believe you're, you're constantly stressed out. Oh, oh, did you see what happened today? Like, settle down, for Christ's sake, you sugar tit. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The sugar, sugar tit deal all the way, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what, AJ? <laughs> no, just the way Brittany said that. <laughs> Pete, well, speaking of Peter Boyle, that was in his movie. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Remember, did you ever see the movie Joe? I don't think so. Oh, you guys got to the... see it. I'm thinking of uh, the big gorilla movie. Kong? No. Uh, was no. it Mighty Joe Young? Oh, Mighty Joe Young, yeah. <laughs> what is your problem? Mighty <laughs> Joe, yeah. That was a good movie, though, too. But Peter Boyle's playing this guy named Joe. Okay. He's a very conservative guy. And I don't, I don't want to ruin the movie by setting up why these two. But these two guys meet at a bar, and mm-hmm. they start talking. And they're talking basically about politics. And I, it doesn't matter which one Peter Boyle, as Joe, was talking about. He goes... Yeah, those people over there, let me just tell you something. He's got this real New York accent. Yeah. He goes, all these people, they line up, they go in their offices, they do nothing for us. Let me tell you flat out, sugar tit all the way. (laughs) Also, I love that you say you don't want to spoil this movie for anybody. It came out in 1970. I know it did. Well, yeah, but you haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. But if you haven't gotten around to seeing it, if you've been kind of busy for the last 50 years. Thank you for not, because, yeah, some people, like Tevin, like to go around and ruin movies for people that have been out for like 50 years. You, on the other hand, you have a little integrity. You have a little respect. Well, I know last week, remember how he ruined the ending to Swamp Thing? I mean, I didn't want to hear about how it ended. It's right? a classic. I don't think I remember that conversation. <laughs> no, I don't I'm think like, I do either. This but... one probably came out in like the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's know. nice. No, because you, like, you love classic movies. Well, I go all the way. But see, I, I love, that's how I study culture, though, mm-hmm. is I go all the way back as far as I can go. Where did this all come from? Right. And, and I will tell you flat out, and I promise I'll move on, but the Democratic Party and the Republican Party were founded to make money. That's yes. a flat-out fact. And I believe their policies originally were flipped, right? Yeah, they were, yes. Like, Democrats used to be good. Republicans, Republicans used to be Democrats. <clears throat> yep. so that's, that, when I found that out, that's what made me be like, you know what, this whole politics thing is really a scam. It's bullshit. Yeah. Vern Gagne, I think, they went to talk to <laughs> Vern Gagne with the AWA and said, okay, let's flip the script. You guys, when you get in the ring next time, you'll mm-hmm. be the Democrat and you'll be the Republican. Right. <laughs> it's all-star wrestling. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah. They just did a heel turn. That's it. Right. Heel From turn. the top rope, Joe Biden coming down with the people's elbow. <laughs> oh, God, Biden's here. Biden's here. Oh, my God. I would love to see Trump and Biden in a wrestling match. Boy, that'd be something. I don't even it? think they could get into the, like, physically get into the ring. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no steel steps. It's the steel ramp. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's exactly right. No, that stuff was, I don't know. I I just want people to understand they're just doing that stuff and getting you all whipped up to make money. Don't keep falling for that Mm -hmm. bullshit. Ugh, it's disgusting. What else we got to talk about? Oh, we got to do some spots here, don't we? Yeah. You know, if Tom would pay attention and do his job. I think we're doing it. When your name's like the title of the show, you just kind of do whatever and we're rolling with it. The show called Asshole? No, not anymore. We told him to... <laughs> no, not anymore. We don't. We stopped doing that as soon as you walked through the door, Tom. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for the investment advice you need. 
You need a guy to, to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I am Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. 